Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everything in between, welcome to the Kevin Clifton Show. Um, got a really good response from last week's podcast. Um, <laughs> I know we, it sort of got cut short because um, because Neil had to run um, to uh, well, an appointment. Well, well, I'm getting the blame now. No, I did <laughs> yeah, have to go. I did have to go. Pushing it onto you. <laughs> That'll be the headline this week. Kevin blames Neil, Neil. for everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so guys, Neil Jones is here again. Strictly superstar Neil Jones. <laughs> superstar. Um, we were just literally just before we um, turned on this podcast, we were like, let's let's just press play and talk again because that's sort of how it worked last week. We didn't write any notes, yeah. but we've known each other for so long that we just sort of decided to have a bit of a chat. But we were also laughing about um, some of the headlines that came out of last week's podcast because we were talking about how like when we were in the juniors, when like when I was like fourteen or something, yeah. um, we, we got on this whole thing about how we, we've danced with like some of the same people, and it's like Neil dances with someone, then I end up dancing yeah, with yeah, someone, yeah, yeah. blah 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 blah, and um, and one of them was like the first one was a girl called Laura Jane who Neil was dancing with, and and, and I was like, I actually found pictures. I need to post those pictures. I found pictures of me with her because oh, when yeah. I danced with her that's when I had black hair and post them on that, <laughs> post them on social media I will, I will. Um, and, and I was like going out but we were like 14 or something like yeah. we were juniors um, and uh, like the juniors is the 12 to 16 age group in Boreham and Latin competitions and we were like juniors and then we <laughs> came up on like the online uh, rags you know the, the tabloids Womanizing ex strictly pro steals like like Neil accuses womanizing Kevin of stealing his girl. <laughs> I was like, I even I even was like, oh my god! Like, I don't read this stuff, but at that moment no. when it came out, I was like, what? What's this? I want to read. Like, what is that? And then I go, they're talking about the podcast. I'm like, and we were just literally having a laugh, like uh, in a time of a global pandemic, escalating racism and the US elections, <laughs> like, you have chosen to write about a 14-year-old ballroom dancer kissing his mate's dance partner, partner. Yeah. <laughs> back oh. in the day. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I guess, I guess saying, though, with, that... With the, ta- with the headline, womanising, like, yeah. strictly, but it's so I guess naff. saying womanising 14-year-old wouldn't have had the same ring to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're writing about 14-year-old ballroom dancers, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, from years ago. Like, this is really, in the grand scheme of this things this year, this is not... Uh, this is not news, guys. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't know about funny. you. But it gave us a laugh, but come on, guys. I, I get this, I get this even with my mum lately. That my mum, my mum will just like call me up and say like, well, "I read this in the papers." I'm yeah. like, "No, it's not true." Like, I already know it's not true by the fact that you said that sentence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not true. It's not true. And just keep reading through, and then when you get down to the last five percent. That's when it will say, uh, but we heard from Neil and it's not true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, the rest, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, we did have a laugh at that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're getting funnier and funnier. Um, <laughs> it's naff, whatever. Um, but yeah, where did we leave off last week? So we we, we had been laughing Which about... Which partner did you steal? What partner were we on to? We'd been having a laugh about the fact that there was Laura we definitely Jane, did. and then I danced with Laura, and then Rosie. And then Rosie. We got yeah. to like... We, I think we were talking... We were talking about that Strictly... Um, Salsa performance, performance, which has been posted now on social media. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, I'm sure like you've posted it, I've posted it. Like this, it's really and funny. And the competition to watch. in courthouse as well. Oh yeah, the, yeah. People yeah. went mad for that. Looking yeah. at the competition because there's like me, you, and Motsi are all competing. Yeah. On the I was trying to work out which was the judge that marked me first. Because I, I came I third know. in the competition, but there was one judge that was marking me first, and I was like, which one was I don't that? Know. <sighs> 
Which I must have been a friend. I remember Shirley was judging as well. Yeah. Because Shirley did an interview and she didn't mark me very well at the time. Because oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it was in this period where like, I, uh, like Shirley was my coach for a long time, but at this particular time, she wasn't my coach. <laughs> and then she, she, there was a little interview with Shirley afterwards going, no, no, not for me this time with that couple. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how like now we're, we've all been part of yeah. the same show. But like, it's actually weird as well, because like, I think I saw someone ask a question like, have we ever judged? Mm. I don't know if you saw that as well. I, I read it on Twitter because right. you were like, you said to some people, oh, do you have any questions and like this? And I, I just read something. They're like, oh, you know, we're used to being judged, like people judging us, but have we ever been judged? And then I was like thinking back and I was like, actually, yeah. You know, mm. I, I used, the only comp I ever used to judge was a Dutch Open. Right. And it was really strange because that, you know, you've gone from being a competitor yeah. and, you know, and you're working so hard at everything. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're a judge. And I remember like watching going, I'm going to be a good judge. I'm mm. going to be one of these that's non-political. Yeah. I don't care who Not they are. Not any bias. No. It's how they dance at that moment. On that day. Yeah. It is really hard. Yeah. It is really hard because you, you've got two couples in front of you, for instance, and you know both of them. Mm. But this one you know slightly better. And, and your one's dancing better. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, but they're just having an off day today. You know, but I need to mark this. But if I mark that one badly, you know, and you, yeah. and the thoughts that go through your head yeah. are incredible. And you don't have that long to judge it. No. Everyone on the floor, it's like you can only look at each couple for a few seconds, really. Like, yeah. You, like, so there's probably an element of the couples that you know are top couples. Like, you, you know that they regularly have good results in competitions. In the first few rounds, you probably just mark them through without looking yeah. at them that much because yeah. you sort of already know how good they well, are. Well, I, actually, I had a funny story with that. So, of course, that other judges, when you're the new one to yeah. it, they like to tease you. Yeah. And the, fi the finals become a little bit easier because you, you've basically got six couples to put in positions. So the way I used to do it is just like, okay, look at the one um, who was either really the strongest mm. and just mark them down straight away. So I'd kind of, or who was the worst out of the six. Mm. Like, they're in the final, so they can't be bad. But yeah. from them, I would go that order. So I'd go, yeah, sorry, you're six, fifth. Right. And then I would spend the time on the, the couples where I wasn't sure about. Mm. I would keep watching them until the end and go, okay, second and third. Or yeah, okay, yeah, fourth yeah. and fifth. Because yeah. sometimes it'd be like, there was one couple who was a clear winner from mm. the beginning mm. or clear six. Mm. Um, but I remember the early rounds are the hardest because you have so many couples on the floor and they're mm. like, uh, judges, please bring back 21 couples. Yeah. And you're like, all right, all right. So they turned around to me and these are like all the veterans. These are the ones that have been judging for years. And they went, um, do negative marking. Negative marking? Yeah, and I went, what's negative marking? And they said, well, it's quite easy. If they say there's 25 couples on the floor or 30 couples on the floor, bring back 20. Yeah, so if there's 30 and they say bring back 20, just look for the 10 worst, it's quicker. And then what, what you do is you put a little line next to the 10 worst and then you just cross everybody else. So I went, <laughs> I went okay, and they went, it's so much quicker to do it that way. And I went, oh, okay, thanks for that. Bloody they hell. were teasing me. So they said uh, that at the moment that there should have been 30 couples on the floor, but there weren't 30 couples on the floor, there was less. So I hadn't marked enough couples to go through. Oh God. So I was, and they were all laughing at me and it was like the first thing and I was like, okay, don't listen to them no, ever that again. mad stressful. Yeah. But you must have had it as well, like, you know, you danced a competition uh, and I had it one year where I had to pull out at Blackpool uh, because of an injury 
not like me to get injured. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who are we dancing with? <laughs> Any of mine? Yeah. <laughs> but then they turned around to me, and um, so we pulled out of the competition. And then the round we didn't dance, we still had marks through to the next round. Because <laughs> <laughs> judges were still marking me. Because they mostly go, well, Neil always makes yeah, the final. Yeah, there, yeah. So they marked me anyway. Brilliant. Into the final. Because at one point I was like, maybe I should just dance the final. <laughs> just <laughs> just turn I got enough marks to make it. <laughs> Brilliant. You know what I don't like just with, um, with the judging? You know when you'd go to, mostly on... on the continent rather than in England where they do like the visual marking yeah 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 like I think that's fun to watch as yeah. a viewer watching the like so you can see what every judge has marked but at the same time what tends to happen is what, whoever the most influential judge on the panel is like whoever whoever is the sort of biggest name like say you've got like a, a Shirley Ballas or a Donnie Burns yeah, or yeah, a, yeah. whatever is is on the panel or Peter Maxwell or whatever is there. Whatever they're marking, the less experienced judges by the by the fifth dance tend to have fallen in line with them because yeah. they don't want to look stupid. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So like if, if people start marking this couple first and, and and Donnie Burns is marking them fifth, like the marks for that for that other judge who's started to mark them first start to drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by by the jive, it's like he's marking them fifth. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got one, because you always get four, because you're five, five. <laughs> but you get that because yeah, like for instance, you said Shirley, Donny, like judge like Peter Maxwell, people like that. Mm. They've got their opinions because yeah. I remember watching a few comps where it would be first, second, 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 first, first, six, yeah. and the six from Donny, yeah. and Donny's like, that's my opinion. Like, mm. I'm not changing my opinion. That's what I feel. Yeah. And then, like you said, as it goes on, maybe another judge is keeping to their first or their second, but you just see the un the ones that aren't as experienced do start to change. And yeah. it starts going in line with that judge yeah. or with that judge. Yeah, it's, it's more uniform towards yeah. the end because people yeah. can see what everyone else is doing and they start to copy or start to fall in line with what they're doing. Yeah. So that always used and to annoy me. And you tend to me. see who's going to be because as they're putting up, because they go, judge A first, Judge B like this, and you yeah. always see the one go like that, and they peep their head yeah. around to yeah, see the yeah, others. Yeah, yeah. yeah. whereas yeah. the ones that don't care, they've got their head down and they just go like this, like that's my mark. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, but then I suppose on the other side of it, when you can't see what everyone's marking, there's more chance for a judge to be a bit sneaky because he thinks no, no one's gonna, no one's looking at what I'm marking. Yeah. So if, that, if, if like if their couple is on the floor and he really wants his own couple to win he can be marking them first and if it's clearly between that couple say it's be, say it's between you and another couple yeah say it's between you and me and my and my coach is on the panel and they really want me to win and they'll mark me first it's clearly between me and you to win they might just mark you fifth or sixth yeah, like yeah. To, to try and make that happen, and if you can't see their marks, that happened to me. Are you not... telling me that that's what you're? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> New headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin yeah, Crypton yeah, yeah. pays his coach to mark Neil six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that will be the headline now. Yeah. You've said it completely out of context. Yeah. But, um... No, I yeah. I, actually, I have a story with that because one of my um, friends, you know, as well, Craig Shaw. Yep. He um, so. Me and Katya, we had already won like world show dance and mm. um, the second year we danced it and he was doing the ballroom show dance and um, he went and um, people were loving his show and all like that and it got to the results 
and he didn't win. And I don't think he was even second or third. He was something like fourth. I mm. can't remember where he ended up, but he didn't win. Mm. And he was just like shocked because he was like, what happened? Like the audience loved his routine the best. Mm. Everyone kept coming up to him saying it was incredible. Mm. And the couple that won, their show wasn't that great. And the couple who were like, I think say he was fifth, but the couple that were fourth also had an amazing show. And it was kind of like weird, like, huh, why are they mm. so far back? And they always have like a dinner after, you know, two again to do like a little ceremony, like well yeah, done, yeah, winning. Yeah. And the guy that had won, um, he was Italian. It was in Italy. Mm. They had the whole big thing, you know, his family were there and everything yeah. like this. Um, and then in, when they were at dinner, he said to me that they were kind of talking to people and they were like, oh, amazing show. And he was like, really? And they were like, yeah, I loved it, incredible. And he went, but you marked me six. No, I didn't, I marked you first. He's like, no, 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 you marked me six. I've seen the marks. No. And there was a few like happened like this. And he was just like, okay, that's just really weird. Went back to the hotel room and he gets a phone call about three o'clock in the morning. And it's from one of the scrutineers. And he's like, um, could you come to this room? He's like, it's 3 a.m. Yeah, look, I don't want to tell you a thing, but could you just come to this room? So he walks into this room and it's not the female partner. It's just the male partners of everybody that was in the final. Right. Um, and then there was like the scrutineer and somebody else and they went um, yeah sorry that we're bringing you in at 3am but um, there's been a mix up <laughs> and they were yeah, like no shit. what? <laughs> and they were like yeah there's been a mix up um, so something happened with the results and what it was because in a show dance you get your number but you don't wear the number Yeah. and then you have an order that you come on yeah. so basically the guy that won his order to come on was the same number as Craig's actual number. Right. So they mixed it up. So <laughs> Craig actually won. Oh, so they went, sake. so um, we just want to let you know, Craig, you're actually the world champion. <laughs> and <laughs> nobody knows. No one knows. And sorry, you didn't win. So, um, oh my you know, like this. So they, they did that there. So it was a whole big thing that no one kind of knew. So the only, the only reason that they knew he won is because he posted himself to say he won the world championship. And people were like, no, but you didn't. And he was like, yeah, I did. There was no, a- I did. They announced it like this. But it yeah. Was... And there oh was just like, God. I think on the website, there was an announcement and yeah. So, and I was like, that's so sad because in one way, yeah, you have the title, but you don't have that feeling of being announced, you know, yeah. it's just yeah. weird. Oh, um, and I think the God two they had to meet up because the Italian guy had taken his prize money. <laughs> so imagine just having to hand over the envelope. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, there's that bit back. <laughs> there's your 100 pounds. Yeah, Let yeah, me take yeah, my yeah. 5,000. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, so that's, that's happened in Georgia. Let's go back. So we're, we were doing our thing on Strictly. Yeah, you, yeah. You and your Bordeaux. Well, no, we got our way in the end and we wore black. We wore black. Um, yeah and uh then how so how long after that oh by the way on that performance on that salsa performance on strictly yeah that everyone's seen the clip of now um do you remember russell brand was sat on the front row yeah yeah, yeah. he like walked past us while we were lining up to go on and do our performance <laughs> and then walked out to the front row and we were all like in awe of him <laughs> like i've reminded of him reminded him of it since and he remembers he remembers yeah. going oh. and sitting and watch that watching that performance um, and I remember it because the girl I was dancing with, you don't see it on the camera, but there's a bit where we like spin the girls on the floor, like, um, you know, that spin that everyone does. Um, and 
What was her name? The Russian girl that I was dancing with. Anastasia. Anastasia. Yeah. Um, and, and we did that, but we were too close to the edge, and there was like these white cubes. White cubes, and you knocked like on it. And, and, and she smacked one of them with her feet, and it went just went off, spinning off towards the edge of the floor, right, and, and hit like Russell Brand on the front row. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and he remembers it. Um, but yeah, that was an aside. Um, after that, how long was it after that that then you start, ended up dancing with Katya? Um, so I. I don't know that. What, what year was this? Oh, was this two thousand and nine or maybe something like that? I don't know. No, no, it was no, earlier. It must wasn't have been it? before that because I think before it was before that, I was on Burn the Floor. Because two thousand and nine. Oh, my mum said I, I get all the dates mixed up. Right. Um, after hearing your podcast, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it might have been two thousand eight, two thousand and nine that then I started with Katia because um, I'd been dancing with Natalia then. Yeah. Then um, we stopped dancing with each other. I danced with another Russian girl for about six months. Mm. Um, didn't really work out. Like we 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 had a funny I was one trying to steal her or something. Yeah, I think I think that was the reason. <laughs> they must have been. Um, but yeah, but no, because at that point you would yeah you'd already gone and done gone on to burn the floor hadn't you yeah I joined burn the floor in 2008 so yeah, I, I so just left the competition when, world yeah altogether. because then when I started with Katia you weren't in the competition right, world right, then okay. anymore that was yeah yeah that hadn't happened um, so you were safe to, to build a, a long standing uh, yeah, like, she, she's, she's in a good place now <laughs> like Kevin's not going to swoop in uh, we'll have to wait for Strictly for that <laughs> um, yeah then we started together and I remember um I ended the partnership, well, we both did, we, we agreed on it with the girl I was dancing with at Blackpool. And then my coach said to me, um, I've got a girl I think you should have a tryout with. Was this Richard Porter? Yeah. yeah. And he said, um, I won't tell you anything about her, but basically I think it could work. You're both as crazy as each other in that way. <laughs> so I was like, okay, okay. Um, and then we, we had a tryout together and I remember, you know, like when you, it's really weird for people, these tryouts, yeah. because it's like, this is how we decide we're going to dance with somebody. Yeah. And I hate them. Yeah. Like my, like Richard would turn around and go, how can you hate them? It's like going to a candy store and being able to taste all the candy without buying it. And I was like, <laughs> that's just really weird. I said, that's no. just you, Richard. <laughs> yeah. I said, I don't like it because you now have to dance with somebody mm. and try with them. And most of the time you work out within the first five, 10 minutes if you yeah. want to dance with them or not. Yeah. But sometimes you have to spend longer with them yeah. because especially if they've traveled from another country to you and they're like, oh, you I'm can't just spend 10 minutes and then go, no thanks. No thanks, see you later, yeah. have a good time. We yeah. book an early flight. You can't yeah. do that. And um, so I remember having a tryout with her and within half an hour, we put together three routines. Right. And it was just, we were just like, oh, this and this. And we were just having fun with everything. Yeah. And then Richard came there to watch. Um, and he was like, this looks incredible. And I was talking to him. She went across to her mum and her friend. And then she walked back again. And then she turned around and said, um, uh, would you like to have a tryout with my friend? <laughs> and this was really weird because then me and Richard were like, first going, oh, went really well. Great. When she said that, we went, oh, maybe she doesn't want to dance with me. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I was just thinking I'm making the decision, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but it wasn't. She said she asked that because her friend saw me and went, oh, he's really good. Do you think he'd have a tryout with me? And she wanted to be friendly. So she right, was like, right, right, oh, right, right. I'll ask for you. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that moment we started dancing. And then I think we did, that was Blackpool. So that's like May time. 
we started dancing and it got to October. Like September, we started doing some small comps, but yeah. October was the first big one. And we were in the 24, which I'd made, you know, I was always like one of the couples that was just next into the semifinals, but mm. didn't quite get it. So a little bit, I was like, okay, it's fine. It's a new partnership. I haven't lost my position. I'm in the same place. Then we went to January and we danced the UK Open and Richard said, I think you should do Stars of the Future. Is it Stars? No, Rising Stars. Rising stars, stars of the Future stars is a different thing. Yeah, Rising <laughs> Stars. Rising Stars. I didn't want to do it. At, uh, the, at UK. the UK. Yeah. I didn't want to do it because I, you know as well, like <clears throat> Rising Stars is for people that are not, haven't made the top 24. Yeah, basically the top 24 aren't allowed to dance. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, yeah, but what if we don't win? Because the whole reason was that we had to win that. And if we didn't win it, mm. you didn't look the greatest then because basically you're saying that you shouldn't be in the top 24. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, it's a risk, but you should take it. And I really wasn't sure. And then in the end, we went, okay, we trust you. We'll mm. do it. Mm. And we won. Mm. So it was like crazy. We won that, then danced the normal open event. And it was the first time in a semifinal. Right. Like we went straight into the semifinal and I was like, what? So within six months, we'd gone 24. Now we're in the top 12. I'd never danced in the top 12 in my life. And I was like, this is incredible. Didn't think about anything for the next like period, just dance the comps, just turned up. Came to Blackpool, we're dancing there. And I'm just, in my head, I'm just going, I hope I make the top 12 again. I hope I make the top 12. Um, comes to the final, not really paying attention. They call out all the couples. And you got to think, up until that point, I'd been dancing for Holland. Mm. Katia had been dancing for Russia. That was our first time, like the year that we'd been dancing for England. Mm. Um, we'd gone from nationals being like the top three. And then um, we then started winning all the rankings in England. So we became the number one in England. Yeah. We came to Blackpool and then they call out in the final, and I know my number, couple 110 from England. And <laughs> me and Katia looked at each other and went, who's the English couple that made it? <laughs> we were like, didn't pay attention to the number. We were like, hmm, there was no one good enough to make this final. We're yeah, like yeah. that. All of a sudden we get a push in the back from other people and we're like, what are you doing? They're like, it's you. And we just couldn't believe it that we've, we've made the top six yeah. in this competition. And we were like, what? This was a year yeah. that we danced together that we were now in the finals of Blackpool within mm. a year. And then after that, everything just went so quick. It was, I think it was, two and a half years before we started winning yeah. and we were winning everything for three years yeah so. I'm wondering if like, I'm, I'm trying to sort of pinpoint this is what I sort of touched on last week but I'm trying to pinpoint where that point was for you where it sort of changed or maybe it was a collection of things um, for you like whether it was just that you and Katya were the right partnership mm -hmm. or because I, I remember the, the point where you started working with Richard Porter yeah um because I remember you, you called me at one point because I was, I was having a lot of lessons with Richard Porter. He sort of became my main teacher um, before, I, uh, before I left the competition world. And I remember, I can't remember exactly where it is in the timeline, but there was one point where like you were looking for something new or something yeah. fresh. You were like, I just feel like I, want, I need some new ideas or, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking for someone new to work with. Um, and, and you asked me about Richard yeah. and, you, and you said like did, you, know, you what said do you no think? don't touch him don't yeah. do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you were like what, what, what do you think and, and, and I, was, I was obviously saying I get a lot out of it I get a lot out of working with Richard um, and you started 
working with him and I yeah. feel like I don't know from there maybe it was maybe it was a collection of that you'll be able to tell me it was, it was either like you were yourself were looking for something different mm -hmm. there was Richard Porter and there was maybe the partnership with Katya but I definitely feel there was a point where like you went from being a competitor that was there at all the competitions and I would see, see you all the time and you know how we talked about that thing like a lot of competitors can end up looking exactly like each other yeah because yeah. a, a lot of the competition world dancers they're sort of very very samey yeah great but samey um and then there was a point where you sort of came into your own and started dancing your own style i think yeah. and i think that's when you started to skyrocket and your results started to skyrocket and and you became you know the dancer that you, that yeah, you are yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I talked about it with Motsi on a couple of weeks ago. And Motsi was saying, if there's one thing, um, and I'm going around the houses to get to this point, but like, yeah. she was saying, if there's one thing that she would say to, like, if she could do it all, all over again, or any advice to younger competitors now, she'd be like, just do your thing and be yeah. yourself. She wishes she would have been more herself on yeah. the competition floor rather than trying to be like the best dancers at yeah. the time. Yeah. Because Cause actually, she was different. She was so different. She was so different. And actually, if you take Motsi, like I've always said it from the beginning because I've known Motsi longer than I've known Oti. Mm. Yeah, yeah. For me, me Motsi was one of the best females I've ever seen oh, in my life. She was incredible. Dance. She yeah. was incredible. Yeah. Um, but she, she says herself, she's probably spent too much energy trying to be like the top dancers yeah. rather than just being her because what she had was amazing and everyone wanted to watch it. Yeah. And I don't know if there's maybe a similar element with you because I felt like there was a, mo there was a moment where you stopped being one of those dancers and yeah. you developed your own way and you and Katya as a partnership developed your own sort of style. Do you know what I think it was? I think slightly before Katya, even with Natalia, I started, like my brain always thinks in a different way. So if I'd see everybody doing something, I'd be like, I'm gonna do the opposite. Yeah. I, and I definitely, as a kid, was more of a rebel mm. because I was always like, I don't care what you think and I'm gonna do it like this yeah, and yeah. I don't care about the industry. That's yeah. not me. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of my mindset. I was like, I wanna look cool and I want everyone to remember me. It's not about winning. It's, you know, mm. I, want, I wanna be the dancer's dancer. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't care if I don't win. If I come six, but everyone loves me, this is the best thing in the world. And I remember being like that. What I felt with, Katia was someone there that had the same thing as me. Yeah. So her mind was in the same place as me, mm. like in a way creatively messed up. Like, like friends used to say, they would love to just sit in my mind for an hour <laughs> to know what goes on. I went, you don't want to sit in my mind because I'd, be, I'd daydream. Like I'd be, I'd see, I don't know, you'd say a word and when I hear that word, it would make me think about things and then that would develop into something else and, uh, and other things more and more and more. Mm. And then I'd be like, oh, come back to what you're talking about because yeah, my yeah, mind yeah, will wander yeah, in that yeah. way. I think we, <laughs> I just created a cha-cha out of the word banana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, how would that, that, if I do that movement to come, yeah, I would. And, um, and then I think what happened was it was Richard that kind of, he mentored and he taught me how to control and how to develop. And even now when I create stuff, I use all the principles that he taught me. Mm. Like everything in the way of movement, different types of movement. So you know when you have those moments where you're like, I can't think of anything new. Like I feel like I'm going back to the same steps. He would have a structure, 
how you could come up with something brand new. And we used to do these uh, camps with him. Mm. And I go back to the same things. And I even send to him now, what was that thing you used to talk about? You know, I yeah. just want to write it down again. I want to visit that area. Yeah. And I really think that it was the mixture of our minds mm. and Richard, who is known as most probably one of the most creative yeah. like teachers in our industry. Sure, yeah. But he's become that because he studied it. Mm. Like I don't think he's naturally just a creative person. Right. He just gets bored really easy. Mm. So that always helps. And he just has all these structures, what he's learned over the years. Mm in order to create yeah you know and yeah even now he even with gingerland he sent me um he sent me a song he just mm. it just came up a message he was like oh sending you this because i just heard some lyrics in it and i just think it would be great for your show yeah yeah. you know so he's constantly mm. he does that um and i think that's why i've always had like a good relationship even if we'd argue or whatever yeah you know and i guess thinking back like from when i was working with him i guess i suppose what he's good at as well is like pulling out that thing that is yours so he's not just like this is not dissing other teachers there's a lot of great teachers out there but a lot of teachers sort of what they know is the technique stuff that they've been taught so they teach technique as they know it because different people teach different versions of the technique but the technique as they know it and they look at a routine and go you weren't moving your weight through that leg in the right way you've got to do it like this or you've got to isolate those muscles or you know like they're talking very sort of mechanical terms or some people are like choreographers or you know and, and Richard I guess was very much a choreographer but at the same time I feel like when I worked with him I, I, like I, I, I feel like I've sort of started dancing more like a man than, uh, yeah. than, than a little boy yeah because I was I was like a, a little ball of energy all the time yeah. trying to throw out energy, and he, energy, he would energy. turn around to you most probably and say for instance you're doing movement and he'd be like what are you trying to show in that movie? Yeah, are you exactly. showing a body part? You know, are you trying yeah. to show a speed change? Yeah. What do you want the audience? Actually, I have to say with Richard, that was the first time I started understanding that I could control the audience and I could mm. control people, their emotions. And I know we've had this conversation with wrestling. <laughs> yeah. You know, it always comes back that to so- wrestling. That sounds like me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and it is the same thing that like, you can control when you want people to laugh, mm. when you want them to cry, you know? Yeah. You can control that through what you do with your body. Yeah. And with Richard, he was the first person that it, it no longer became about, I'm dancing a competition to win it. It now became about how can you control people's minds when they watch you and the emotions mm. that they feel mm. when you're gonna move. And for me, that was just like, mm. poof, yeah. like my mind just blew with that. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because I, I had, um, a session with my acting coach yesterday and it, um, this guy called Jeff Coleman who is unbelievable I, I l- love working with him and it's interesting he was saying similar things and we were talking at one point about sort of the audience and yeah. he was saying like it's your job as a, an actor but really as anyone as a performer it, it's your job to interpret the so, sort of have an emotional response to some, a creative and emotional response to something to text if you're an actor or to music if you're a dancer or you know choreography or whatever and it's your job to like interpret it and express it 
and sort of curate it all and deliver it to an audience so that they can experience it yeah. and feel it. And I found that so interesting because a lot of the time, and everyone just has different opinions, but I feel like a lot of the time that the sort of... Um, when people want to feel like they sound cool about it, they go, no, I don't, I'm not even aware of the audience. I'm not, when I perform, it's like I'm so in myself that it should never even be about the audience. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm sort of like, I get it. And, and there are moments when you definitely are so in that moment that you're just experiencing that moment. But also, it's your job as a performer. You're being paid as a performer to deliver this to an audience because there are also people who feel something so much when they're performing but the audience isn't feeling any of it yeah yeah they and and it's like and they come back and and he was saying this to me sometimes you'll get actors who'll come back and go they'll go no i'm not feeling it and they'll be like but i was feeling that so truthfully and they'll go okay fine i'm, yeah. I'm i don't i'm not arguing with it i don't dispute that you're feeling it yeah but me as an audience me as a viewer was not feeling anything yeah yeah. And so that's why i find that so interesting what you're saying that like that richard would teach like that yeah but that like it is your job to, you don't always feel it, but, some, but it is your job to feel it and experience it as much as possible, but also to deliver it to an audience, because that is your job, really, yeah. to yeah. give it to an audience. It's a, it's a little bit like, well, I've got a new tattoo on my arm, mm. and it's of the person I love the most, like Charlie Chaplin, mm. who, in that way, because I always look back at his stuff, because at the period when silent movies stopped, he still decided to continue, because mm. he always turned around and said, at that point in time, movies went out to everyone around the world. Mm. It didn't matter what language you spoke because it was all done through acting, not like talking, but through movement and all like this. Mm. And he was the type of person that he composed, he directed, he produced, he acted in his movie. He did it, he controlled yeah. everything because he knew exactly what he wanted people to see. Mm. Then everything changed and now all of a sudden people can talk and they can actually put sound on it. Yeah. And he decided not to because he went, I'm not gonna do it for now because then I will lose a, like a massive population of the world who won't know what I'm doing because they're gonna listen to the voice or it's gonna be dubbed over, it's gonna be mm. weird mm. or there'd be more subtitles. He's like, it shouldn't be about that. Mm. Um, and also the side, like you see, I have like laugh or cry. And that, because that's what I always say, like the easiest thing to do is to go for those two emotions. Yeah. Like you either leave, you know, if you're doing something, you, you have people like laughing, it's just mm. funny mm. in what you're doing, or you send them down the other route that it becomes emotional. Mm. That's something you're connecting to, Yeah, they will then connect to. You know, yeah. like you hear yeah, a song yeah. that you love and yeah. you remember a time when something happens. It's yeah, that 100%. feeling and it's, it's the ability how you can control people to allow them to connect to an emotion that yeah. they remember through time. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And this is what Motsi was saying on the podcast, and it's what I'm always trying to drive home. It's like, that is the important bit. You know, like, it's... it's When people get so bogged down in the sort of... Um, uh, you know, ah, yes, but you might think they're a good dancer, but watch when they do that check into a New Yorker in their cha-cha, their leg isn't completely straight. And I'm like, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. And, and that's not the accepted sort of technique for a, a, a competition. But if they have excited me and like lit a fire in me yeah, in some yeah. way or given me any kind of emotional response to it, I still love it. Yeah. Like it, you yeah. know, I, I, I still love it. Like yeah. I, and I always bang on about like Robbie Williams is my idol. Robbie Williams says all the time in his interviews, he's not the best singer in the world. Like he's not what would gen, generally be considered 
you know. Yeah, he's, he's not Celine Dion. When you, when you hear when you hear someone like just send a note out there that you just go, wow. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. that. I get yeah, that. Yeah, he's not Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, but he like me. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like he like for me when I watch him, I have such an emotional response to to what he does, and like that's the important thing. Yeah, and because I was going to ask you because you love your choreography. Yeah, like you're you're so into it. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you about. I'll get onto my thing that my acting coach said in a minute, but but how do you go about say say on Strictly? Okay, yeah. we've got we're, we're, we're competition zone, and we talked about Richard Porter as choreographer and all of that. But yeah. also, you've got onto Strictly, and you've had to do choreography and and whatever. How do you go about? Do you have a process for for choreographing, or does it just hit you in a moment? Like, what's your what? Tell me about you. Why do you love it so much? Okay, like I love it in the way what I've just been saying that. How, how you connect with the audience or you, the emotions that you find from them. But I also love it in the way of like movement, like mm. seeing movement or seeing a story or seeing something that's unique and different. Because I'm, I'm this type where I will watch a movie and I can love that movie if the story's like something, you know, unique and like this. Mm. Um, but another time I could watch a movie and go, yeah, it's the same storyline. That's, that mm. storyline's the same one that's been on the last 12 action movies I've mm. watched. So I'll just put it on in the background and I won't pay attention to it. So I love a good, interesting story as well. And when it comes to like the choreography, uh, for instance, even with, um, with Alex, I, I was searching, I was like, I wanted to know everything about her. Yeah. You know, and, it, and when we say a journey, there's also a journey within the choreography because I'm getting to know her at the beginning and I'm like, okay, this will look good. This will connect with the music. And I'm somebody that doesn't always like to go with the music. Um, Richard is well known for this as well. I like to sometimes go against the music mm. because then there's some things in there that you wouldn't hear. Mm -hmm. So if, if the movement was like, ba ba boom, I'm not going to go, okay, I'm going to do that movement. Da, da, boom. I'm not mm. going to do it. I might do through that ba ba boom. I might just do ba and the boom, you know, because mm. I'm like, that will now look more interesting. So sometimes mm. I create a rhythm within the choreography that might not connect to the music, mm. but it's still interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but through the time with Alex, I was like getting to know her more and more, what type of person she was. So every time we'd have a break and I'd be talking to her, I'd be like, okay, so then maybe this and maybe that. Um, and I feel as we went on, especially when it got to, um, where was it, Pump Up The Jam, and we worked with Jenny, mm. uh, Jenny with the choreography. So I went across to Jenny we made up the routine together. We were like, ah, oh, this and this and this. And I'll tell her, like, I think that would work with Alex because of her personality and all like that. And I think it was something through what Motsi had said the week before, saying, Alex, stop trying to please us as judges. Right. We want to see you. Mm -mm. We don't want you to keep showing us what you think. think we want to see. Yeah, because yeah. Like, if you give her the choreography, Alex would like, she would nail it. She yeah. would get it. Yeah. You know, she was great. It would take her a while, but she was great at picking up the choreography. Mm. Um, and she'd work on it and it'd get to that level where you're like, that's what we can do at the moment. Um, but I can always remember it's like, that's how you dance it. But that moment Moxie said, be you, she was her on Pump Up The Jam. Yeah. It was great choreography, but the thing that finished it off was her being her. Yes, yeah, it was, and that's, that's it. And that's what's important. Yeah. That's what's the, the key with anything, because if you, even now, if I create a piece 
um, I worked with Graziano last year mm. on his tour. So I was like directing and doing the choreography. Yeah. And we had meetings and all like this. And it was, it was for me to understand him mm. and for me to go, okay, we've, we've got to know who you are and your story and all like that, because this is about you. Yeah. And now we need to let the audience know who you are so they can connect with you. Yeah. And you get nervous. And the moment I, I sat there and watched, and of course I watched his first few shows and left it and then came back and watched it again. Um, I even, after creating it, I even sat there and went, I think we've found Grazzi. Mm, mm. We've like, the audience can now see the real him, mm. like who he is, you know, his emotions, mm. what he's given off. And it was, I, I enjoyed watching it. And then that's a massive thing because I can really be critical on my own work. Like mm. I don't like to watch my own work no, back. No, I don't Once like I put it out there, I'm like, it's, yeah, cool. Yeah. But I it's actually done. sat there and I it. laughed yeah. at the moments when I wanted people to laugh, yeah. you know, and then I would like look around to see the audience and I was like, this is working. Yeah. Every emotion I wanted them to feel. Mm. And then I'd have notes and I'd be like, okay, um, for anyone that was in it, okay, guys, can you do that a little bit slower? Because it was a bit too fast and the reaction wasn't coming. So mm. alter that. And, and I had that as well, the same thing. Um, when you stole my partner. Headline <laughs> 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 again. Um, no, when I got injured and, you know, you stepped in and all like this, but the big thing was the week later. Mm. Because at that point, yeah, I was trying to recover, but I knew there was no way, even though we were like kind of seeing how am I going to be, mm. I could feel it. I could feel my leg. I was you like, you, you know what? I might be able to do this in two weeks or something like that, yeah. but I'm not going to be ready for next week. Yeah. Yeah. I was still on crutches yeah. and I was still in the room teaching Alex, yeah. like, this is how you do this and this. And she was incredible how she worked through that. Ah, oh, she like, was amazing. Yeah. But when I did the choreography on the Sunday, so this is, I can't even walk and I'm putting together the choreography. Um, all I had in mind was because I've known you for so long. I was like, not just Alex or me dance with Alex. It's like, what's going to look good? Kevin and Alex. Yeah, yeah. I had to create a routine around you yeah. and her yeah. and what would show off. So, you know, even like you get comments and you get people and you, you see it all the time and they go, well, I personally think Alex looked better with Kevin. You know, they should have danced together. For me, I took that as a compliment yeah, because, because I went, that's what I planned. did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She needed to look like it was settled yeah. with me. I would have been point. disappointed if people had gone, you know, uh, that didn't look right. Mm. I would have been like, I didn't do my job. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. was so happy. Yeah. You know, so anyone that said that, I was like, yeah, did yeah. the job. And, and it was, I loved the number. Mm. Like the yeah. whole thing and I was just like so happy like yes she did it yeah it looked great but then it, and then the same thing the following week I knew I'd be ready by the end of the week yeah so when I created the jive I had to do a few things so one was like make sure it suits now me and her mm. because we have different styles me and you mm. so I was like this has got to now suit me and her but still a jive will always look good on you mm. um but also I was then also like with my own leg, I was like, make sure I don't put too much pressure because mm. of course people were worried. They're like, you're coming back with a jive. Mm. And I remember saying to everyone and going, jive's my favorite dance. And as much as you want to say all these things, jive's the dance that we don't go up and down. Like for my style, I drop. So it's the one I'm going to put least pressure on my leg. Yeah. If I do a samba, 
I'm pushing from that leg constantly yeah. and I won't be able to finish the dance, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. because I might be worried or thinking about it. Mm. So I remembered like with a jive and I was like, she's going to look great in a jive because again, that was her style. Yeah. That's the type of dances that she looked good with. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, and I remember you being in rehearsals with us, like when you had, had to dance with her because I had to keep having breaks Yeah, and you were dancing with her like this. And I remember just watching the routine and I was like, this looks great. Mm, and I remember mm. you saying as well, like, like, Alex, what are you doing? This is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and she had the biggest smile on her face. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's, um, that's all like music to my ears, really, when you're talking about that, like basically when you're choreographing, it has to be about, and it sounds wanky, but like the, the truth or the essence or the vibe mm. of that person. Whoa, a picture just fell off the table for no reason. Um, probably because banging the table. Um, uh, yeah, like that it has to be, it has to be coming from somewhere that is a true place from that person, even if that person's playing a character. Yeah. Um, it has to be that person's version of that character doing this. It yeah. has to be truthful. Because um, once I remember um, someone, I don't need to say who, but like saying when they first came on Strictly. <laughs> say the name. No, when they first came on Strictly, and um, they, it, we, had, we hadn't even been partnered up yet, but it was one of the pros, and they went... Um, I remember them saying to Jason Gilkerson, um, right, I've already done most of my choreography. You know, what do you mean? And I heard him say, I've already done, I've already choreographed um, my samba, my cha-cha, a jive, a da-da. And I was thinking, oh, good, you haven't even been partnered up yet. Yeah, like, yeah. So literally you've put this stuff together having no idea what your partner might be about. Yeah. And I was thinking that's, that's personally not how I would go no, about things. You, you definitely need like, you almost through the year because it's heavy on the brain when you're when you're in in the competition when you're on the show it's heavy on your mind like every week you're getting mentally tired mm. not just physically but mentally so i always say like i have all these movements like special movements that i feel that people haven't seen that is almost in a catalog mm. like that 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 could work if i can lift the person that yeah, can work yeah, if yeah. they can lift me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this can work in this and you're thinking for all those movements that could work in those dances and then you have basic steps in every dance where you go, okay, make sure these elements are in yeah, there. Yeah. If the person can't do those elements, what are the alternatives? Yeah, yeah, So yeah, then yeah, yeah. It, it's exactly what you're saying. Like, then you find out who you've got and you go, how am I going to make that around them? Yeah, you yeah. find an essence of, of them. And it's so interesting because this is what I was going to say. We started talking about it before we pressed play on the podcast and um, and you went, no, no, save it for the podcast. Yeah. So, so this, I had this um, session yesterday with my acting coach and we were working on this text like as a bit of a sort of, you know, soliloquy, you know, and I'm just saying it on my own, just this, this speech. Yeah. And he, he'd sent it to me by email and I had to just have it for the week and then just, he would come and I would just do it and then we would sort of, talk about a system of how to go about it and what was wrong with it and you know whatever and um the first line of it was she was my best friend yeah so you know i did it in a certain way and then long story short we we would talk and talk and, and his main point was like don't let it shouldn't be that the text informs how you go about how you're going to act this how you're going to play this the yeah, character yeah. Like you see, she was my best friend. So you start thinking of someone who was your best friend and start going, you know, oh, she was my best friend. And, and because it's such a lovely thing to say. Yeah, yeah, because you've, heard, you know, you've, you've seen the, the script in front of you gone, it must mean this. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
it, there could be a thousand, he was saying like, sometimes you're just saying things to cover up what you actually feel. It could be like, it could be like someone's talking about someone and actually you've had a massive argument with them. And you know, you want to sort of carry on with the conversation and, and, and you don't want to say anything bad, but, and they know that like you used to be really good mates or something, but now actually you know that you're not. And you go, oh yeah, yeah, she, she, was, she, she was my best friend, yeah, yeah. Moving on, uh, da, 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 da. You know, like it doesn't have to be, she was my best friend. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, there's so many other things going on underneath yeah. that, uh, that's coming from a truthful place that could be um, any number of reasons why you might be saying she was my best friend. So he was saying, ultimately you're playing a scene and you're playing a character the text itself shouldn't inform everything you do. And sometimes, um, like it's kind of like what we're talking about, sometimes I feel like when people are trying to be clever with choreography, it's like they're letting the choreography inform their dance. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna do this move, and I'm gonna do this move, and I'm gonna try and be really clever with this, da 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 da. Whereas, for me, I, I was saying to you just before we started this podcast, I hate doing choreography. I just hate, I find it very stressful. I'm not as excited about it. I know, I was kind of it. shocked to hear that. I'm not, yeah, because, because people compliment me on it. There goes the picture again. We people, both jumped for that one. Yeah, like people, like from Strictly, people, I get lots of lovely compliments from people saying yeah. about my choreography on Strictly. Oh, you know, we're going to miss your choreography or, you know, whatever, yeah. which is so lovely to hear. Yeah. I know, your mum's great. <laughs> <laughs> but... But realistically, the way I look at it, and if you look back at like most of my numbers on Strictly, I don't think I've ever really particularly done anything clever with my choreography. For me, I tend to work from, and it's like what you're saying, how you work at it. It's like, I look for, like you're saying, who is Graziano when you're choreographing for him? Yeah. I, I look for who is this person? What is, what is the dynamic that we're playing? What is the story that we're telling in this yeah. dance? and then start to do that, and that informs the movement. Yeah. And, and, and almost the choreography is secondary. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, a, like, I just let that whole thing come to fruition. Like, who, who am I? Who are you? What story are we telling? And, and sort of fill in that story and, and that way of being and way of moving yeah. with movements. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, whereas I think if you start with, right, cha-cha-cha, I'm going to do this move, this move, yeah. this move, this move. And that's when you it's, lose That's when you lose people as well, because yeah. when, when you watch back, it, it's the same if you go in, I don't know, a meeting or something like that. Um, I used to work with a mental coach, uh, Max, Maximilian Winkelhaus. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dutch yeah. Dutch guy. Yeah. And he used to say the same as well. He's like, you know, there's these percentages that your brain takes in. Mm. And normally what it is, is you have your introduction. Mm. You could be talking about things, but it's that little bit in the middle. Yeah. And then it's your conclusion. Yeah. And that's why I also think in the dancing as well, because if you have piece after piece after piece, like I would never go down the same direction on the floor as well, mm. because I'm like that. I don't know. You lose people with that. I would always mm. say if I've got a rotational piece, mm. I'm only going to have one rotational piece, mm. you know, because then people will remember that piece. Yeah. And if there's two or three things that, like you say, that connects to the story or, yeah. you know, I don't know, we've got a prop, you know, mm. I love a prop because mm. then when someone gives me a prop, it's like, what can I do with this prop? Mm. Like, where am I going to go with that? How, you know, how are you going to be clever, clever with it, but not being clever to be clever, 
but it's like to use it that people go, oh, I never imagined that you would do that with that, mm. but it's still telling the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, th- I think where sometimes people get it wrong is that they think, right, I'm going to be really clever and inventive and different with this choreography. And it's like they'll do all these different, 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 different things that they feel good about, but they've made no, going back to the audience thing, they've made no real connection with the audience. Yeah. It's like the audience are just watching stuff yeah. happening because they've been so obsessed with the text, that you know, the choreography. Yeah. Like the, um, and, and like you'll know yourself, the, I reckon there'll have been bits that you'll have choreographed, whether it's for Alex on Strictly or whether it's for shows or whether it's your own stuff with Katya or, or whatever. There'll be something that happens during a dance and they'll do something Graziano would have done something or Alex would have done something and people would have gone oh I love that bit yeah and you'll think I didn't even choreograph it like that yeah yeah like it's just but what you did work on was the the character and essence and story of that dance which played out in choreography almost accidentally yeah and it's because it's that it's that that people go home remembering yeah like I, I, I always remember like okay we're into talking about Strictly now um, I, I remember coming off your um, week one on Strictly with Alex was a quick step. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like this sort of cute date with champagne. And like, uh, Honestly, as I'm sat here right now, off the top of my head, I can't remember any single part of choreography or the song, what song it was or what dress she was wearing. But what I remember from it is like, the charm of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was such a sense of charm and fun and playfulness and, I don't know, the two of you were connected to, I felt like you two knew each other. Yeah, yeah. On this date, and there was a little energy between you, and I loved it. It was my favourite number of, of the whole of, of week one of Strictly last year. Yeah, yeah. Cause, and, and I think I said that to you yeah, at the you time. Did, you I was did. like, I loved it. Because we were, like, first on and all like this, and, and I remember, like, coming off, and then you were like... Because you didn't, you also like hadn't been watching, mm. like the same as me. You don't yeah. like to always watch like yeah. the dress runs. You like yeah. to just enjoy the See evening it on the night. Yeah. yeah, and I remember you just saying like that was that was great. Mm. I remember I think you were even tapping me on the shoulder. You were like during the conversation, <laughs> mate, like mate, mate well I love done, that. Mate. Well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah, and it sounds like you you attack it from the same from that same point of view of like, what are we doing with this dance yeah, and rather it's all, than what can I show off with? Yeah, and also down the same line of, yeah, I'm a pro. Um, like, I've done enough in my competitive time. I've done all of this mm. and I know what I can do. I know I can do even more. Yeah. But it's not about me. Mm. It's not an exercise in you showing no. how clever you can be. Yeah, and yeah. also even in movement, it's like not, oh, whether you do this because that's all you can do, but I'm going to do this to make it look even better and I'm going to sell that side. It's like, mm. no, the main thing I want it to be a, is about her. Mm. This is about, or whoever I'm dancing with, this is about the person I'm dancing with and I will do things to make that story come out and that looks good with them. Mm. I won't overdance it. Yeah. And then overpower it, you know. Mm. I'm not going to underdance it and just be mm. like, "Oh, gentle." I've got to then get it just right so we actually gel together, like yeah. you said. That we're yeah. we've got the same energy together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, I know we've sort of skipped about in yeah. terms of the timeline a lot. Well, now, 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 I'm strictly. But also, I want to mention like 
before you got to Strictly, in that time and where you were dancing with, with Katya, you went on to become world champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went on to become, like, how was that? Just tell me how that played out. Because, like, like where, was, where, where was it? And it was, what? like, crazy because, like, when people, like, say, okay, so when we were competing, um, like, I even forget the whole timeline, but, like, when we were, like, winning nonstop for, like, three years, mm. it's crazy. Like, we worked out, I think we entered... 46 competitions and we won every single competition Jesus and we always like we we're always trying to find new ways and different ways of doing things and when you're winning it's the hardest Mm. because the only place you can go is down Mm. not up and also when you're winning you we've gone from this partnership where we like to create a lot and come up with new things Mm. it then became this place where Ooh, let's not make too many changes because what we what we're doing is like a winning product. It's, it's almost like having this new drink, or, or say Coca Cola. Yeah, it's like we've we've got to come up with new marketing for Coca Cola, but it's already selling very well, so we don't want to change yeah, it too yeah, much. Yeah. And then they had that one year where they changed the design and the sales went down. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. No, 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 we've got to take it back to yeah. what it used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's or there was a new ingredient or something. They're like, no. Yeah, it was almost like that for us that we had a moment where we, um, I think we, we were kind of get, for me it felt a bit stale yeah. because we were winning. And we worked with like a mental coach mm. because in training, like how are we gonna go practice? How are we gonna look at the competition? Um, because I heard that you know tennis players, football players, they all use mental coaches, but as dancers we didn't. No. So there was only a few of us doing it. And, mm. and the coach just said like, I think you need to take the next step. I think you need to be professional because, you know, what's the worst? Mm. Now, as amateurs, when you're dancing, and it's really weird that for me, they need to change the name because amateurs are not amateurs. No. They're professionals. Amateurs are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like they need to come up with something like, I don't know, level one or level two. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but they just, I remember her saying to me like, um, why don't you turn professional now? And I said, well, you know, the thing is, um, the higher you go in amateur, then the higher you're finishing pro. Yeah. And I want to go straight into the top six of pro. Yeah. So I feel at the moment there's not really a place to go in. Mm. So if we wait another year, and she's like, okay, and what's going to happen in that year? You know, and she's just talking about the different things. And we worked out in that session that the creativity we always had would come again if we didn't care about winning. Interesting. If we would just turn pro and not care what result we were getting, but we just went out there and just created and entertained and controlled the audience. Mm. And that's what we did. And that moment we chose to do that was the best day of my life. Like everything changed, the outfit. I didn't care, you know, I was like, oh, we're gonna do this and this. Mm. It was, there was a new energy that came to what mm. we were doing. Um, and that's when we started doing the show dance competitions. Yeah. We were like, let's do this, you know, come up with new ideas. And, um, and that's also the moment, there's a, a few videos and get them out there as well, where we, I think it was one, so we'd been in the top 12 of the professionals and um, we were always the next couple into the final, but didn't mm. quite get there. There was between us and another couple mm. who we were always fighting as amateurs. Yeah. And it was between us two to go into the final. And um, Jive was always our best dance when we competed. That was a dance, how we broke into the final in the first place Mm. and went through, because we had a completely different style to everyone else. 
And um, I'm just trying to think of the moment. It was like, ah, so we got to the UK. And when you come to the UK and you go to make the final, you have to walk around the back and you go to the scrutineer mm. and they watch your number and you say your number and they look in the thing and they go, sorry, not this year. Mm. <laughs> or they look and they go, you'll be dancing cha-cha. You know, mm. like that, because everyone had a different dance to right. do as an, as an entry dance. Yeah. So um, they got to her name and they went, no, sorry, not this year. And I was like, crap. So I'm walking away and then there was another couple, Maurizio and Andra, oh, yeah, who were yeah. dancing for Canada, yeah. one of the top couples in pro. And I saw them sat there and they were discussing what they were going to do. And I was already like, what? Like thinking they're a top couple and they haven't decided. Like for me, it's like, you think about these things. You yeah. plan what you're going to do because mm. this is something you can win or lose a competition over. So as I got to them, I went, guys, um, what are you doing for your entry dance? And they went, um, we're just working it out now. Um, what dance do you have? And they were like, cha-cha. I went, can I be in it? <laughs> and I remember them looking at each other and they, they kind of looked confused in the face and they looked at each other and went, um, yeah, like this. And I went, cool, cool. I said, okay, so I have this idea. And the funny thing was on that day, my outfit for all the way through the competition was gray. And the outfit that he just changed into was gray. Right. So the three of us are wearing gray. So, and I was like, okay, so my idea is this. They're going to call you out to come onto the floor and you walk out through the top onto the stage and you go down the stairs. What's going to happen is I'm going to walk out with Andra, not you. And he went, okay, so I'm going to walk as if I'm meant to be there, present her and all like this. And we're going to go down the stairs as if we're dancing your style. And then all of a sudden you're going to walk out like, what's going on, like I'm the partner and all like this, and you're gonna start dancing with her and I'm gonna keep jumping in. So just show me your choreography quickly. So they showed the choreography and I just watched and I went, okay, that place, that place, that place, I'm gonna jump in. And then at the end, I'm gonna dance with you, Maurizio. And he went, they went, okay. And they still looked confused, but they were like, <laughs> fine. We did this, the audience didn't know what happened. They were <laughs> laughing. They got the biggest cheer yeah, yeah, for the yeah. whole thing. And then even when they, they were getting a round of applause, I even then walked forward in front of them, yeah, like, yeah. thank you. And, and I remember Richard just turning around to me and he went, wow, even when you don't make the final, you still make sure you're in the final. <laughs> and, but also at least you make sure you entertain everyone. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was my thing again, it was like, I, no matter what you do in a result, I wanted to be known. And it's not just about Katia, it was like, as well with myself, I wanted to be known as someone that would come with something different. And like you say, entertain people. Mm, that mm. If they were looking for something, it was like, Neil, if, we've, if we need something, mm. we're not sure, Neil, I was the go-to, mm. you know, because I was like, there's enough champions. There's yeah. different champions all the time. Yeah. What's gonna make me stand out? Why are people gonna wanna and work with me? if you were obsessed me? with winning, you wouldn't have done it. No. Because you'd have been, don't upset anyone, don't um, you know, do anything that people are gonna I would not have been, like. Or... Also, I would have been upset. I would be like, how can I not make this? You know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, down. Or oh, how am I going to change my dancing? Yeah. I never once thought about changing my dancing. Yeah. Or what we were doing. Mm. I was like, let's keep doing. Let's just keep yeah. working on it. And, and that's what happened. And then I think we did uh, later. So that was like then. Then we got to international, and. Um, think yeah we made the final at international and we were six in the final and I was like right we've got to do the final at UK 
like this has got to happen. And on that night when we just finished at the Royal Albert Hall, so you get out of there after midnight, I said to Katia, I've got an idea for UK for entry. She went, we've just finished the competition. <laughs> yeah. and you're talking about, and I went, yeah, I know, but it's fresh in my mind. So I need to say it to you. Yeah. I was like, I want to do a quick change. And she's like, I don't get it. And I went, I want that we walk out with a costume from the semi-final as if we're wearing the wrong stuff and during the dance, boom, you're in something completely different. Yeah. She was like, okay, that sounds amazing. I was like, yeah, yeah. So we kind of didn't talk about it and Katia used to design all the dresses. Yeah. So we got about two weeks before the competition. I went, how's the dress coming along? And she went, oh, I thought you were joking about that. And I was like, <laughs> no, this is so important. Like this is everything. So, and I remember her then going, okay, she had to speak to the sponsor saying, good job, he's fast. But she was like, she designed the whole dress with a piece of fabric around a bottle. Right. And she had to teach him with the bottle how to do the quick change. Oh so he could get the idea. So she had three dresses made. One dress was the earlier rounds, which was like blue. Yeah. Then she had our entry dance. We didn't even know if we were going to make the final, but yeah. we were like prepared just yeah, in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, you don't know what dance you're going to do. We prepared as well. If we do this, this is what we're going to do. If we do samba, this is what we're going to do. We had this dress, which was then both. So it was like the quick change one. And then as soon as we'd come off the floor, she'd have to whip that one off because it's too heavy and put on then the final dress. Yeah. And um, she went from blue. And again, then the quick change happened and went yeah. to gold. And again, it was that moment people were just like, what just happened yeah like yeah. and we i remember we even got invited to korea to dance a competition because the organizer's wife loved it so much right. she wanted us to do the same thing in the final right. and they ran the whole competition around us around that moment that, that moment yeah. and even when we made the final at that competition it was meant to be the world champions were doing the cha-cha and they switched it around and said no no they're going to do the cha-cha and they, the other couple started kicking off. And I remember just jokingly saying, well, if you come up with something clever as well, they would have allowed you to do the cha-cha. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but that's what I mean, at that moment, it didn't matter whether you can put your leg behind your ear, whether your legs were straight in the cha-cha or not. For them, they just had an emotional response to yeah. like a moment that you created. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? It's creating moments, yeah. not steps. Exactly, yeah, that's exactly. It. Yeah. Something you will always remember back. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's what I love. Yeah, yeah. And then um, what made you, at what point and what made you leave Competition World to join Strictly Come Dancing? Um, it was one of those things. So during that period, I had already been working with Strictly. Mm, yeah. So through you. <laughs> I think you felt guilty about um, taking my part. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, so far, Laura Jane, Laura Hare, Rosie. Rosie, Alex. Yeah, no, no, right. I haven't got to We haven't got there yet. Um, <laughs> so you called me up because I think there was like a, a new pro or something like this that hadn't, you know, they didn't have their visa yet or something or another that they couldn't get there for rehearsals. Right. And they were looking for a, like stand-in guys, Yeah. you know, just to, to be there to do the steps. Oh, yeah. So then once they would come over, they could just pick up the choreography. Yeah. And you just contacted me and said, are you interested? And I went, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'll do that. No problem. And, and I really like, I enjoyed doing that. And then from that, they said, oh, we've got these other choreographers. Would you be able to assist them with the choreography? Um, because maybe they had a different style of dancing. Yeah. So they just oh, wanted, yeah, yeah, as they yeah, would yeah, create yeah. something, they would say, what would be, I need this type of movement. What would be a typical Latin movement? Yeah, 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 so I would right, just yeah. be there for them if they needed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and that's kind of how my step into Strictly. Mm. So I always say that I was like, they're like, how did you get into Strictly? I'm like, Kevin. Kevin brought me here. There's the least I could do. Yeah. <laughs> he felt so bad. He was like, Neil, do you want a job? <laughs> um, so I, I, I was doing that for a couple of years and I think there was one number one year where they said, um, well, I stepped in for you on that rain dance because you had done um, a little cold. Oh yeah, that's right. You had a little cold and you didn't want to get wet. I was really sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's the yeah. first ever case of corona. Man flu, yeah, man flu. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was really ill. That was when I was dancing with Frankie, I think. Oh look, it's going to start like, now. I've just heard a new headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin yeah. Crichton yeah, starts yeah, yeah. COVID. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you stepped in for me. Stepped in. A, in a, yeah, pro dance. Yeah, yeah um, here comes the rain or something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. So I did that and then um, I think there was one number... Um, they asked me, would you would you want to do some choreography? Because they knew that's what I was into. So I think it was like I either assisted people or I did a few numbers. Um, like I did the final, uh, like, you know, when all the celebs come back, I created that one one year. I did a semi-final number. Um, I did a few different ones, a remembrance number as well. Um, and it got to that point, I was doing that and competing. Um, and then I got invited on the show to be one of the pros. And then it was also like, okay, well, you know, I don't mm. have then the time to also, you know, do yeah. any choreography as well. It's a lot harder, mm. um, but it's definitely something I'd like to revisit again mm. uh, in the future with Strictly because like the group numbers, like we all love them, but yeah. they're, they're, they're ridiculously good. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. also to create like with all the pros, you know, because yeah. you, again, you'll get articles where they say, Neil's angry that he doesn't get a partner on Strictly or something yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, I'm not angry at all. I'm actually like, I'm feeling kind of like lucky to have a job yeah. <laughs> in this time and yeah. era. And then also, you know what? All the pros are great. So yeah. there's going to be, if there's not as many celebs, there's going to be pros that don't have partners. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. So it's fine, you know? Yeah, we're yeah, part yeah. of the show and we're having fun. Yeah, so exactly. So missing yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm the only one, but no, no. <laughs> There's your headline now. <laughs> Neil says the pros don't miss Kevin. <laughs> That'll be the online, of God's sake. Um, um, uh, but we missed one out, you know, in, in the line of like me stealing your partners. Yeah. I mean, not quite the same, but there's another one that we missed out because remember you did the tryout session with that's, a certain Stacey Dooley. That's so true. When she was doing her tryout as a celeb for whether she was going to be on the show or not. Yeah, yeah. And then so it was like, and and then she's on the you know gets announced and all that, and you were like, oh, yeah, she, yeah, she's uh, she she was lovely, she was really nice, and I was like, I really want to dance with her. And then I went and begged Jason Gilkerson. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, you were like to me putting a good word. Yeah, putting a good word for me. Uh, so you did the tryout after Laura Jane, Laura Hair, Rosie. You then did the tryout with Stacey Dooley for Strictly, but then I ended up dancing, dancing with, with her. her. Yeah. And then obviously Alex. last year on Strictly, <laughs> it's like you. It's just I, constantly happening. I remember when 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 it happened. I'd seen. I was in the, like the the green room bit. The yeah, you were bar, watching wrestling and football at the same time yeah, as eating had, your lunch. I, my, I was eating my lunch, watching wrestling on one screen, football on the other, and on the screen, you know, that they have in there, the TV. Yeah. It's like the camera of the studio where I can see everyone doing their rehearsals. Yeah. You're rehearsing away with um, with Alex, Alex, and obviously you'd been working with Tommy Franz yeah, and yeah, Jess yeah. and yeah. and Lizzie and uh, on this number, um, and uh, so so I sort of which is a number I actually really like, yeah, and they're my flatmates. Yeah, so like, 
you yeah in that way because you'd been watching them do the choreography yeah I, I saw them the night when they were like preparing it oh we could do this and we could just knocking ideas together for it and, and so I was like oh yeah yeah that would be really cool um, they were showing me their ideas and whatever so I was sort of excited about this number anyway because yeah. it was all of you guys and then I've, I've looked up and like you're on the floor yeah and, it's, and I'm like someone's gone down and, and people were sort of gathering around the screen going like I think Neil's hurt himself. Something's happened. Something's happened. And um, and crazy. I literally, I can't remember who was in the room with me at the time now. I wish I could remember. But I was laughing with them and jokingly saying, because I was already out the competition, yeah. with me, me and Annika. Um, but I, I was sort of joking about like, you know, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll still find my way into the final somehow. You know, <laughs> I, I was giving it all this. And, and when that happened, I was like... I'll just wander over there and see if I can like be involved. Maybe there's a way I can still make it. completely like sarcastically and yeah. jokingly like just taking the piss. And then I think the cassette just came running in, didn't they? Because at that point it wasn't about. I think there was only was it two of you out of the competition then? Males? I can't remember. This and was it, Halloween week, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and so it wasn't even six. about. Oh, them sitting around a table going who's going to die that, oh, everything no, was, was like second second no, second there was no meetings no. there was no decisions it, it was literally like they walked every, in you were stood started, there and they... everyone started running about I had literally just stood up and gone right let me just warm up in case in case there's a way for me to work my way into this final yet completely taking the piss and then someone came ran, running in with a clipboard going um, just running and looking around and looking at I went are you alright and, and she went actually yeah Kevin um would you come into the studio right now? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah? Okay. And then everyone started laughing, like, oh, here he goes. I was like, nah, nah, nah. And I walked in and um, and you were sort of on the floor and that. Jace had been talking to you and the producers were talking to you. And then they came to me and Jace went, look, I'm sure, I'm sure he's going to be fine. This is just precaution. But... Do you mind, like, just having a look at the uh, rehearsal mind? footage on the phone? <laughs> Do you mind just learning the whole choreography? Like, of this number? Yeah. Like, of all numbers? Like, yeah. a commercial routine? Because this is the thing that people like... don't understand. This, okay, this style, I love. Yeah. Because I love commercial. Mm. Like, it's the one that I get into straight away. So when Tommy and Lizzie had been making up the routine or like that, I was like, oh, my God, I'm loving this. This is so cool, yeah. And I was looking forward to dancing it, and they were like... We're going to put this movement. It was a resurrection. Have yeah. you ever, yes, I've done it before. <laughs> so I was doing all of this <laughs> yeah. stuff. And, um, but this is the thing. It still took me the week to pick it up that I could dance it yeah. without having to think about yeah. it because it's not Latin or boring. No, and it's very bitty. Like this move, that move. Yeah. It's like the rhythms are completely like. And also I remember because I was like, from the beginning, I always turned around to Alex and I said, um, Alex was always like, can you dance this piece with me? And I would say, no, you need to learn how to dance on your own. You need to know all of the steps without me. Mm. So then when we start dancing together, it's an added extra. Yeah. It's not that you rely on me. Mm. And, and we used to joke about it all the time because we'd do something and then she'd look at me and go, no, but can you just dance it with me? Like, and then <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. it. So on this routine, I kept saying to her, you need to know it on your own. <laughs> Thank God. Well. Thank God. Because yeah. She knew yeah. everything everything she got to a yeah. T. Well, I remember I'm looking at this thing and um, I think Tommy and neither Tommy or Lizzie was there at that point and, but Jess was there yeah. and she took me into like the, the back room and started like 
showing me bits and dancing yeah. with me and, and, and whatever and I was like oh my god this is a hell of a routine and I kind of came in and I had my leg up yeah, because they were icing it yeah. wrapping it directing me around uh, no 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 that, yeah, that, yeah that's cool yeah. Oh, when you pick her up on that the easiest way to do it is like this yeah. way and then you were spinning I went no 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 don't it's the opposite way <laughs> yeah. yeah and then they've literally like the cost, costume department is furiously like changing the name on the Ghostbusters yeah. like onesie <laughs> that was the saddest yeah. moment for me it was like Neil's being ripped off and Kevin's being put on again <laughs> <laughs> here we are again after, Actually, this, after our whole career <laughs> this is the funniest thing because then when we came to do on the tour the Ghostbuster dance because we said this is great because it was like we're getting to do the Ghostbuster dance that people never got to see us do it together. Yeah. And we're now getting to do it. And I remember they were like, oh, we need to do fittings for all the outfits, cool, cool. And I put on the overalls and your name was still on there. <laughs> and I just went, could we change this? <laughs> could I have Neil? <laughs> but it must have been for you like, can I dance with anyone without Kevin dancing? <laughs> um, but yeah, like obviously what happened happened. I went on that night. We were still rehearsing it behind Claudia, like basically and, and, until we had to go on. And she was talking me through it. Like under look, usually what we do for the pros, for their celebs. Yeah. She was talking, she's going now back, back and grab me here, lift and like, yeah. telling me what to do. Yeah. And I still ma I managed to mess it up. I, com I completely blanked halfway through, didn't know where I was, what I was doing. She just carried on, knew the whole thing like an absolute trooper and got me through it. Um, yeah, that was hilarious. And then obviously it went in, like you, we already talked about the, the next week. You yeah. basically choreographed a routine that was tailored to me and Alex. To yeah. do it. But and yeah. it was such a freak thing that what happened to me, because I remember we were like doing our run through and we had the guns and the, the hardest part, because always we're props, that's the scariest thing is like, you can know the whole dance and how you move. With, with a prop, if you handle it slightly different, it can mess up the whole oh, routine. It's a nightmare. So we had the, the uh, plasma guns and they had this like loop on it and we had to do it in a certain way mm. in order to put it back in because we had to put them in, take them out and you know, they get stuck. So I thought when I was like, we did the beginning, like walking forward and we take the plasma guns out and then we've got this one bit where we put them in. Straight after that, I feel like a little, like a slap on the back of my calf. Mm. So I thought the gun wasn't in properly. Yeah. And it had come out and hit me on the back of the leg. Yeah. So I didn't think about anything. And then as I kept dancing, and I remember we got to the bit where we have to lift Alex up. I said we, because it was like, we're in it together. Um, I went to lift her up and I went, no, my gun's in so that wasn't the gun and I just not because the adrenaline was going I put her down slowly and I went no I can't do this and she's like what I went I think I've torn my muscle because I've torn a muscle before yeah. and it is like it's it's weird it's a pinging feel right um, but because I was so in it I didn't realise that that's what has happened and yeah. the moment I stopped so if that had happened during the live show I would have actually got through it. Yeah. But because it happened earlier, the moment I stopped and I realized I couldn't walk on it, I couldn't mm. move it, you know? And, and then they said like, good job you actually did stop because the tear was smaller. Mm. You know, if you'd have continued it, you'd, you'd have been bigger. Out of the competition you know, altogether. And, and normally it would be, for a tear, it's like eight weeks. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I managed to get back in two. <laughs> yeah. So, and that was yeah. due to a lot of ice baths. My yeah. 20 minute ice baths. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, 
There was one thing, one more thing. I really need a wee, so I'm going to, I'm going to quickly have a wee. You talk, you say whatever you want to say. Plug Gingerland or whatever. Don't say anything that's going to get me into trouble. Any bad headlines or any, <laughs> Don't say. Anything. I'm going to have a wee, and then I'm going to ask you one more thing by the end of this. One second. You, Do he, not get me into. I won't get you. I won't get you in trouble. Is he actually going for a number one yes. or a number two? We know by how long he's gone for. Um, yeah, I'm talking to you now. Oh, this is great. Just on my own. So Gingerland, Gingerland tickets are on sale. <laughs> Go and buy them. I'm, I'm, it's actually, I, this is weird. I feel like I'm just talking to myself now, even though I'm actually on the podcast. Let's hope he's um, quick. But I think it's kind of exciting, especially like Kevin now, uh, Kevin and Joe, they're doing their tour and it's coming back. And I think this is really important for theatres that tours are starting to happen, you know, and they're finding ways to make everything safe for people. Um, because it is true, like today when we're talking about everything, I think it's like International Mental Health Day. And I think it's, it's kind of scary how many people are affected by the mental health and everything that's going on in the world right now. Um, and I think we have to be, you know, in this day and age, we have to be aware of that. Uh, like we joke about um, headlines and things like this, but people don't realize how much that actually affects people when things keep coming out and um, you know it plays with people's minds and I think that's really important that um, that people are nicer to each other and I know it was for a while there was the hashtag be kind and but I think people should remember that and go back to that again just talking like today's like mental international mental health day oh yeah you know with everything going on in shows mm, and the fact mm, that mm. you're you know you're doing your tour now which i think is is really important for not not just tours but theater in general and you know live things um where you're seeing in other countries i think i was watching football and it was in one country they actually had uh, supporters in the mm, in the stands mm, 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 and they were all spaced out but yeah. they were in there yeah and then you are like, you know, you're seeing certain countries doing things and they're in this day and age, they're trying to make things as normal as possible. Because yeah. like I said, it's, you know, it's really bad what's happening in the world, but people's like mental, you know, how they feel mm. is really being affected and mm. people just don't realize that, mm. you know, how many deaths are out there due to that as well. Yeah. So it's really important that we, you know, we get things going and, you know, think about those things as well. Yeah. And I think that's why people need Strictly as well right now. Like, like Definitely. I, I can't wait for Strictly to come on TV. Yeah. I've been watching the special episodes yeah. that have been going out every week. And, um, you know, I'm really enjoying it. And, and I can't wait for Strictly to start and just to sit. Even, obviously, I've been a part of it, but also just as a person, I'm really looking forward to it being on our screens. It's a nice thing to have yeah. on. Yeah. Just a bit of entertainment. And uh, we've been watching, me and Stacey have been watching Little Mix as well. The search for- I've the, been watching that. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, the search for the, uh, like, the, they're taking another band on tour with them. Yeah, and everything. And like, I thought well, that was really clever. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a really lovely show. What I really like about it is, I don't feel that they're setting anyone up to laugh at them yeah. in, in any of these auditions, you know, like some reality shows can. It's like, it's very, it's very um, well-intentioned. Well, even you like, as well, it's a nice, it's got a nice nature about it. There was it. a girl on it who, fantastic singer. Mm. And I remember them just saying to her, like, you know, it's going to be a no now. Your voice is incredible. Yeah. But it's not right for this show, you know, and it's, you had those moments where there was, like you said, the same as uh, Robbie Williams. There was a girl on it who her 
voice wasn't as good as some of the others mm. but her performance and they were like they even said that to her they're like look your voice isn't at the level of this but your performance is so great that's why we're putting you through don't mm. change anything about yourself mm. you know be you yeah I, th- I think I think I'm finding the girls like the little mix girls like quite lovely yeah it? they're very sweet yeah. and I, I don't know any of them but I think Stace like knows one of them a little bit um, and and Stace is a massive fan like oh, she, really? she absolutely loves Little Mix that's why we started watching it um, but yeah I'm just really enjoying it and for the same reason I'm, I'm looking forward to Strictly coming on because it's a very nice natured yeah. show as well yeah. um, and just on that that was, the, that was the one thing that I was interested in asking you obviously I don't, I don't want you to sort of give anything away or reveal anything yeah. because I'm, Cause it, it won't happen because <laughs> it should be a um, yeah it's got to be a surprise it should be a surprise for, for everyone yeah. I don't you know I don't, I don't want to do any spoilers or anything like that so don't tell us anything we don't need to know but what I'm interested in is obviously you've been doing all the, the pro numbers yeah already like we always do every year at this point anyway um, but then also with the added thing of like you've been filming some of the stuff already um, yeah. ahead of time because there's the thing of not need an audience in all the time yeah, because yeah. we can't at the moment. Um, I want to. How has it been in terms of the, from a performance perspective? Yeah. With like doing it in that way with no audience, has it been like slightly weird and you don't know how to do it, or or has it worked in a way that like actually everyone's really focused on the work and the performance itself because they're not worried about. The, 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 the audience, the audience reaction I, I would have to, you know that feeling when you normally go to do a group dance yeah or even your own dance mm. and I'm the same as you I like to hype up the audience mm. because mm. then when you get those moments that they cheer for you at the time you know on the mm. certain movements it's great it's, it's yeah. a fantastic feeling yeah but also at the same time you get you hype them up and you get a bit worried because sometimes they're so loud you don't hear the bit in the music yeah. you need to hear. Yeah. Um, so Clap for me. No, it's not, not, not that bit. Just, that bit just be a bit quiet. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, so I have to say through the group numbers, what I've really enjoyed is that. Well, first of all, every year, uh, without giving anything away, I I always feel like how can they make it better? How can these numbers get any better? And this year. I was just like, as they were talking through all the group numbers, we listen and we go, cool, 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 okay, okay. And as we've then been going through them, um, I was just like, this number is incredible. This one is incredible. And like, I feel like they brought yeah. so many different things, yeah. um, which I also agree as a, as a creative, when you get limitations, it's actually, I enjoy it. Because mm. when someone says, we would like you to create this, mm. um, this is your limitation. You can't do this, you yeah. can't do that, and you have to do this and this. Yeah. I know some people hate it. Mm. I love it. Yeah, you can I, create from there. Yeah, yeah. you've given me now something, so I'm like, yeah, perfect. Like a framework, yeah. And I just have a feeling that maybe the creatives have had exactly the same thing. Mm. You know, we're gonna have this, we're gonna have that. Great, we had our bubble mm. with all the pros. Mm. Um, so we kind of had like a little, just with us, we had our little normal world. Yeah, it, yeah. It, of course, it was harder for the choreographers and all like that. Um, but not having the audience there, like you said, we were all so busy with what we were doing. Yeah. And because everything had been like, we'd been staying in a hotel, we were also focused on all the dances. Yeah. We had, I think it was two weeks of rehearsals and then two weeks of just doing numbers. Mm. So it was like, we finished that number and this number and that number, next day, the next, you know? So at that point, I didn't mind because I'm like, Anyway, this is for screen. This is yeah. in theatre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is what's going out there. 
and you know the director and the film crew and all like that they're so good because they know how to find things yeah and just the little things that they've shown us back afterwards looks incredible well I mean I've only seen the trailer but the, the trailer looks great <laughs> it is that whole the, set dun, 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 yeah yeah it looks awesome yeah like the set the, the costuming that you're all in the style yeah. that sort of Lindy yeah. style that you're all doing oh, that swing style and I love that when we had I was down to a Jeanette on that piece mm. and you see it there and even the ending I like a little bit because we had this moment where we kind of finish um, but then it's kind of like you it's know like a couple of seconds couple after, of seconds after yeah, and yeah, Nadia yeah. and uh, Jeanette I didn't know it was going to happen they both pulled my braces at the same time uh, <laughs> and I was like ow you know like this and I think the camera's on me right at that moment yeah it's a really good trailer it's, I really like it yeah and you know every year we get something different yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm it's, really looking forward to it man I like, think I'm, it's like you said I think it's something that we all need yeah um and Strictly is a happy place. Yeah. You know, and it's not like this is a weird thing because I get from a lot of people, is it really like that? You know, are you all really friends? And it's like, you know, at first hand, it's mm. like, it really is like that. Oh, yeah, I love working for like, people that work in there. When that you come great. back and it's so nice that you see the same crew, the yeah. same production like this, and you're like, how have you been? Because you do keep in contact all year round. Yeah, yeah. So you're really happy to see them again. You yeah. know, and especially through everything that everyone's going through, yeah, it's great to see that that is coming back. You know, yeah, and that it's going to work. Yeah, awesome. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to see what everyone's come up with, and uh, yeah, excited for it to be back on our screens very, yeah. very soon. Yeah, but um, seven days to go, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Neil Jones, world champion, strictly superstar. Corrug for Extraordinaire and star of Gingerland. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the Kevin Clifton Show. Partners, partner creative to Kevin Clifton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talent scout. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry for taking all your partners. Um, but, um, it's been yeah. a pleasure and thank you for letting me talk on my own while you went for a toilet break. <laughs> yeah, I hope you didn't get me in any trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I like how real it was because we could have just paused yeah. and just continued as nah, if nothing nah, happened. Nah, but he's like, no, I want it real. Yeah, yeah. Thank God he turn the mic off though because that would have been embarrassing <laughs> um, now where can people find you on the social on the social um, on my Instagram I love my Instagram at Mr underscore N Jones official at Mr underscore N Jones official yeah. and TikTok is TikTok, it the same is on TikTok exactly the same on TikTok yeah. and these yeah. are the two places I love the most okay yeah cool and if you haven't seen it already after listening to part one um, find on our um, I think I've been tweeting it um, like you're f somewhere between mine and Neil's um, social media platforms you'll find the clip of us doing that salsa number on Strictly <laughs> way before we were Strictly pros with our long hair and like we we're fully immersed in the competition world at that point <laughs> and you'll also find the clip of us competing at the the core house in, in the Netherlands there's yeah. me Neil and Motsi all competing against and each then, other in the final. And Shirley judging. With Shirley judging, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so there's some wicked well, clips. I think it ended up, because um, Zoran won, you were second, I was third. Zoran Plal from Slovenia was the winner, yeah. We, you we were, were second, second, we were third, you were third and, um, and Motsi was, was fourth, fourth, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were all very much around that same sort of level and all competing against each other. And all with our different styles, that's what I like yeah, about it. So we all true. had our own like, thing going on. But yeah, Mr. Neil Jones, thank you for coming on the Kevin Clifton oh, Show. It's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs>